Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It is episode 122. 122. We're just one away from 123. I'm waiting on that one. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. I'll maybe do some Jackson 5 or something. Oh, yeah. Really nothing planned for this number. Uh, Justin Morris is with you once again. And with me, as always, is... Uh, Stefan Heck and uh, and John Cullen and Stefan, you are joining us uh, live from a vehicle at the moment. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's the evening commute back home. Uh, Rob is here too. Hey, what's up? You your fucking turn signal. <laughs> <laughs> you hey, are, whoa, Rob, easy, pal. You are uh, just driving your white Bronco on the LA freeway. Nothing, nothing strange about that. No, I mean, that's, that's a tra- it's tradition. Happen. It's only going to happen six months. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, are you, a, uh, are you a, a road rage uh, type driver, Rob? Is this a regular occurrence for you? I was not until I got to Los Angeles. And... That turned it up for you? What's the traffic like in, in Kentucky? There's, there's, we have two roads. One leads to a Walmart. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Some, sometimes <laughs> you have to like wait for like a train to pass, possibly. No, yeah. we don't have trains. <laughs> uh, but we're so we're headed home from work a, a little early because uh, we have uh, our Christmas party uh, at Dave and Buster's in Hollywood tonight. Uh, and we also we didn't realize this at the time, but we scheduled uh, the party to happen on uh, the same night that Star Wars comes out. I don't know if you guys know about Hollywood, but they sh- there's it's like kind of a big movie town. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, what sorry, can you pronounce that again for me? Star Wars. No, the where the the town. I've never heard Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought you said yes, Hollywood. That's uh, everyone I, knows I it. Think- I say things weird, but I, I don't say Hollywood. Weird. No, no, you know, you did. You said it normal. I just, uh, yes, I, I was confused a little bit at first, but I agree. It's a great town. Also, curling. There's a curling club in Hollywood. Fun fact. Really, yeah. really. It is, is called uh, the Hollywood awesome. Curling Club. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They really got That's creative with the name. I'm, I'm yeah, sure. we'll get to that for sure <laughs> yeah yeah i think so too yeah you guys uh so dave and busters that's a good that i feel like that would be a place i would like to go the, like a fun place yeah, i mean work is paying for you know us to play games and uh, have have some beer and, and have some i guess they have like it's like pub food basically yeah yeah for like some waffle fries yeah yeah exactly yeah um, but, but the dave and busters is like on hollywood boulevard and again, Star Wars is coming out tonight, and it's like right next to um, Man's Chinese Theater. It's pretty close to like the Arc Light on on Sunset, so uh, it's going to be insane. A bunch of different Star Wars premieres causing you all kinds of trouble. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I think the actual Hollywood one was last week, um, but this is the first one that can like, like regular people can go to. Probably at Disneyland. If I had. No, well, no. I think it was at Man's Chinese Theater. Ah, that, that like also a makes classic sense. Classic place for for movie premieres, but um, 
Yeah, so I, I think I'm excited for Dave and Buster's. Like Justin, you you called it uh, adult Chuck E. Cheese, and I think that's that's fairly uh, accurate from uh, my understanding. So uh, we'll we'll have a Dave and Buster's update. Uh, for you guys on the next episode. I'm excited. I was going to ask, like, what's the one thing from the States that you wish you could transfer back to Canada? But I guess you haven't been to Dave & Buster's yet, so you don't know if it qualifies. That, that might be up there. Honestly, right now, my vote would go for Venmo. Okay. Um, which makes... Did you say just one thing? Yeah, just one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be Venmo because it just makes things so easy if you, like, go out for drinks or, or go grab food or go to a movie. Someone buys a ticket. It's like, oh, I don't have like, you know, $14 exactly. Um, Venmo, you just send them that exact amount of money and they get it in 10 seconds. So, um, yeah, Venmo would be my choice right now. Rob, what's something if you were moving to a different country? That I would take with me? That you take with you. Uh, the Imperial unit system. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck meters. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's actually a good idea. That then you don't have to adjust your life. It's like it's nice because you wouldn't have to adjust your life, and uh, millions of other people would. So yeah, what being American is all about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we all know the what thing miles with the, the are. thing with the imperial system is that um, like miles are fine. Um, <clears throat> you know, height is no big deal because no one measures themselves in fucking meters in Canada. Um, but the biggest change is temperature. Um, and like Fahrenheit, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on there still. Right. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same with me. Like I hate when people, uh, like try to give me my weight in pounds. Like I don't, I'm not into that at all. Like I'm quite obviously 12.2 stone. <laughs> do you, do you weigh yourself in kilograms though? Cause that is kind of fucked up. No, I weigh myself in stone. I just said 12.2 stone. But but like moving on from the joke, like do you actually weigh yourself in, in kilograms? I don't I have no idea what joke this is you're speaking of. Okay, well Justin, I actually what, ha, I actually have no idea. I, like I might have just called is, myself like three hundred pounds. Is. Yeah, like I have yeah. no idea. A stone is what twenty pounds? I mean, I think they're all different shapes and sizes. It's hard to really. <laughs> I tell you what's stupid? The uh, hand. One stone. Measure- <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, I uh, sorry, Rob. I uh, I actually um, I guess I. I calculated incorrectly. Twelve point two stone would actually—it's pretty close. It's one hundred and seventy point eight pounds. Okay, and I'm like one. Okay. and I'm like one eighty-five. It's uh, one okay. one stone is fourteen pounds. Okay, so Stefan's like nine stones. Stefan's like three stones. Yeah, <laughs> three stones yeah. is forty-two pounds. I know. I'm definitely going to be. Uh, I'm trying to think what number I can use for this. I'm going to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to smoke weed tonight, so I'm going to be stoned. Uh, I was trying to kind of wrap that into like a like a wordplay thing, but it didn't really work. Four hundred and twenty yeah. stones. Well, you, no, you yeah, you could have been like oh, tonight. Yeah. I'm going to be one stoned person. That's yeah, I was kind of thinking something like that, but I was like, is there something? Is there something else? And then I I, I kind of went too far with it. And I just had to pull my emergency shoot. So um, yeah, John, did you introduce yourself yet? Or are we still on my introduction? Oh, sorry. Hey, I'm John Cullen. <laughs> I think you did, but I just want to. No, sure. I don't think I did I, yeah, actually. I think... No, you, you you did because because you said you were here, and then I said, and we're joined by. Rob. Oh, you're right, you're right. But yeah. in any case, I mean, this is still fun. Sorry, Rob, I cut you off. You were talking about hands. That is a fucked up measurement. Oh yeah, well, what 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 is that? Uh, okay, hands. Oh, measure horse. No. Yeah, yeah, it's like a way of measuring horses only, I think. Uh, so it's a non 
standard unit of measurement standardized to four inches. Uh, it is used to measure the height of horses in some English-speaking countries. It was originally based on the breadth of a human hand. I don't. Know. Why don't they call it uh, Mr. Uh, hands. My penis. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, yeah. This uh, <laughs> sea biscuit was four point five Stefan's penises. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just yeah, there is definitely something going on there with measuring horses. Four inches and Mister Hands. I can't figure out what the joke is. But oh, there someone, might be something there. Someone write I in and it... get back to us. <laughs> yeah, use your Mister Hands and type something out yeah, and get I, back to us. I'm just crowdsourcing this one. I think it was just one. they wanted to. I think they just wanted to pet the horse. Okay. Well, uh, and someone saw the, someone saw them rubbing the horse. They're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And they're like, "Oh, I'm uh, I'm uh, measuring it." Uh, <laughs> with hands. I, I do like that if you search Mr. Hands on Wikipedia, it's, uh, <laughs> I just like the, the, it's like, may refer to. <laughs> it's like, Mr. Hands may refer to Mr. Hands album, a 1980 album by Herbie Hancock. Mr. Hands, one of the main characters of the Mr. Bill sketch of Saturday Night Live. Mr. Hands, a novel by Gary A. Bronbeck. Kenneth Pinion, American man who died in the Enumclaw horse sex case. You know what's crazy? That Herbie Hancock album, also about fucking horses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was his uh, during his well-noted Herbie Horsecock phase. (laughs) I do love, though, that the imperial system, like, it's, you, you, just in the name even, like, it's designed to be brought with you wherever you go. To conquer whatever the measuring system is anywhere you go, you know, like you really, there's you got a set of stones attached to you to name anything that you're doing imperial. That this is like going to conquer the uh, the known systems of measurement. That's what uh, that's what uh, the last Jedi is about. It's the the rebels are uh, tired of using uh, feet and inches. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. The Imperial? No, I did. I got it. I got it. Yeah, although good. I don't know if the Imperial... Are they still around? And No, uh, it's the... It's, it's the order. First Order. It's the First Order. Fuck. Well, what's what's our First Order of business, Justin? Uh, See, that is a, a fucking segue right there. That is a great segue. Except we don't need necessarily to uh, do the... No, no, Stephen Paul, you don't segue. tremendous segues anymore because we don't really have anything uh to segue into well donors yeah i guess we could do that That we we don't have any ads to uh to plug like i don't give a shit about the listeners but the corporate people who used to speak (laughs) who used to sponsor this show we care about them yeah still more to this day even though they let us go yes uh but rgs is uh, ad free now um, yes, and that we, is a conscious a, choice. For we, you guys. Yeah, yeah, we have we have all made. We are like, oh, we're taking a stand against advertising on this show, and that is absolutely the reason, and it was not that we were dropped by SeatGeek. But just because I feel like there's like a two-minute window here that I feel like people instinctively 
want to hammer on that 15-second skip button through. Uh, I'm just going to let you know that this week's episode is brought to you by Ferdinand, the uh, film coming out this Friday, of no, course. It's not. John you... Cena stars what as you... Ferdinand, a cartoon bull. And of course, we all know it's that not... there is a spirit of a bull who does not want to fight hidden deep within all of us. Di- it's I... the what are you universal doing? story We're opening not... this Friday. The only movie you need to know about but... Ferdinand starring not... John Cena. But we did. We're we're not sponsored by them. (laughs) That's true. In fact, we actually were sponsored by Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Yeah, Star Wars. That's it. Yeah, they're like, oh, what's a big platform? Episode 8 opening this Friday. Let's try and get a new market. There definitely won't be anyone who listens to this extremely stupid (laughs) podcast that also likes Star Wars. For Stefan and Rob, it's The Last Jedi, and you can see it in theaters starting tonight. Okay. Uh, All right. So thank you to... uh, (laughs) Well, hang on. Hang on. Let's hear that sweet donor music. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money. That we know. That That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All your names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck Fuck your your parents. parents. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So thank you. Uh, PJS pledged $5. Thank you to PJS. Uh, I don't know that's, who that is. Yeah, that's it's possibly initials. Uh, it could be initials. It could stand for pre-jack-off stance. I don't know. It I could mean, be. Whatever. Could you guys all get into a stance, Someone's right? pajamas. PJs <laughs> yeah, donated. Exactly. Yeah, it could be. Uh, thank you to uh, Jeffrey Frankenhauser. Thank you. Uh, that sounds like a supporting $5. character on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, or sounds like uh, the name of the guitar player in like your famous indie rock band that you listen to. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you to John Rutherford for a new $5 pledge as well. Thank you, John. Great name. And uh, Lech. Son of Jim, we can only assume. We can only assume. And Lech Yuri just pledged $5.68. Lech. Yeah, Lech. L E K. I like it. Yeah. So thank you. And uh, to everybody who edited their pledge down in response to the Patreon shit, uh, that's not happening anymore. Yeah, we so, fully understand. So re up. We fully understand you doing that. Uh, and I thought we were going to have to come out here today and talk about. Uh, the horrible decision that Patreon had made. But yes. fortunately, they decided on their own that, oh, everybody hates this. Let's not do it. So thank God we do not have to explain that today. Other than to say it's not happening anymore. And, um, you know, come on back to us if you're so inclined. I'm uh, I'm on the Mr. Hands Wikipedia page. And it's uh, still it's not. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. I'll tell you that right now. Because we never went onto this before. I think we just went onto yeah, the IMDb. It was the IMDb we didn't go onto the boards, and there were all kinds of debates going on about it's the not, ethics of it. It's not great. So here, but if anything, did Stefan leave? I feel like he's uh, switching over to his computer. So our new producer, Daniel, is uh, is nodding his head yes, that he has peaced out. Um, so I feel like Stefan would want to be a part of this. I feel like talking about Mr. Hands without Stefan is like... Uh, it's wrong. It's like opening the presents on Christmas morning before your, your right. family is awake. Right, or like you. when you guys opened the packages that we were all supposed to well, open together. No, nothing wrong I, with that. I had to create the real John show. Also, did I tell you uh, this, is very, uh, this is very amusing, uh, but I, uh, I've, been, uh, I've been speaking with a lady. 
and mm-hmm. uh, things are heating up. <laughs> and uh, she was uh, watching, I guess she, uh, the other night, was really bored. It's the only explanation I can think okay. of. Uh, she started watching the Not Even a Show, oh. uh, the Chris James's show. Yeah. And she really enjoyed it. And then she went down like a YouTube rabbit hole and found my personal YouTube page, which I don't ever update with anything good and uh she found the real john show oh. <laughs> video and she was like very so, confused by the beefs that yeah. you were escalating <laughs> she's like so she's like i kind of uh, this is actually true which you may not believe but this is actually true she said is it weird that it made me like you more even though it was like clearly the lamest thing i've ever seen and i'm like i think that's good but also like i mean i it I, makes me worry. Well, I'll be honest. When I watched that video, it did make me like you significantly less. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was going for. <laughs> I mean, yes, it seems like the the point of that was to declare war on Stefan and I. So, yeah, that, that would probably be the, the, the desired result would be, I don't really like this very much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And it also just was, like, very random. And, like, if you don't listen to Real Good Show, it must have been extremely confusing. Well, what else is on your YouTube page there, John? That's a great question that I don't know the answer to. Let were me you see. were you vlogging back in, like, 2006? Well, no, but I did have the... Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hello. Hey, man. Hey, we're back. We Welcome had to go in the parking garage. All good, all oh, good. Oh, no, that's cool. But, yeah, so I... Uh, I we're talking about my YouTube page. I've actually deleted most of the things that were on my or not deleted, but like made private. But like okay. definitely there was like a couple videos I made during the replace the KB competition that I would be happy. Never saw the light of day. Oh, yes. Yes. There's the real John show. There is uh, the Fraser Heights student versus teacher dance battle, which is legendary. Classic. Then there's a bunch of episodes of me doing Cullen and a curler. Okay. So it's not that bad. Well, if anyone wants to go and watch my old journalism work from BCIT... Oh, you still got that up there? You can find that at, I believe, JMO87 is is. my YouTube name. I don't want anyone to find mine, so (laughs) mine will remain private. Uh, Stefan, we were just... uh, When you left, I was just about to say... Or I was talking about how uh, I found the Mr. Hands Wikipedia page. Um, which is not great because uh, I definitely did not uh, have access to that before. We were talking about only the IMDb page, and uh, it's very troubling. It's not. It's not great. That's uh, I, I, the reason I the reason I hung up is because uh, you were thanking the donors, and I just didn't want to. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So the the reason why he had sex with horses is because he lost the ability to experience sexual sensations after suffering a motorcycle accident. So he became increase, involved in increasingly extreme sexual acts, such as extremely large dildos, fisting, and sex with horses. That's cool. Just to see if he could... He's like chasing the feeling here. I guess, yeah. There's also a, the, the Wikipedia and the references uh, links to a Vice article... Uh, titled The Strange Sad Story of the Man Named Mr. Hands Who Died from Having Sex with a Horse. I mean, that's, like, in terms of ways to die, it's not, like, the worst way to die. Well, I mean, it's got to be... <laughs> I like that it's... it's extremely uh, memorable. 
This is he really made a name for himself. This is a really good opening too, because it starts with a quote first, and it says, "The only intimacy that separates the proud horse owner from the perverse horse owner is the act of sex." Charles Mudidi, and then it says, "This article contains a bunch of disturbing details about men having sex with horses." <laughs> But they do the quote so, first. Yeah. Quote first, then content <laughs> warning. Yeah, yeah. Just in case you were not put off by that quote, here's the rest of it. Yeah. So anyway, I'll see if I can find anything. I, uh, I would I would rather that we just... No, anything else in this article. Sleeping not. horses lie at this point. <laughs> hey, people loved the Mr. Hand shit. We haven't talked about this for like 60 episodes. That's true. That is actually very true. So they might want it to come back, but... Uh, Oh, the horse that the horse that killed him they referred to as Big Dick. <laughs> Which wow. if you're a horse getting referred to as Big Dick then Well maybe it was like uh calling a big fat guy tiny though. Oh <laughs> That's yeah. like the beginner and horse. And, and then he was thinking on. like, oh, this is going to be the safest way. This is the safest horse to fuck. <laughs> His dick is like small for a horse. <laughs> oh. My Ooh, goodness. This is a great sentence. At the time, bestiality was legal in Washington. And since there was no evidence of the men abusing the animals, Tate was only charged with trespassing. What is going on down in Washington <laughs> State? I don't know. But, it be, bestiality became a felony after he died. Oh, so it's like the Mr. Hands law. Like they name it. Yeah. Like when kidnapping laws get escalated and they name it after like the little yeah. girl who got killed or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they set a precedent in state versus Mr. Hands. <laughs> Was state the name of the horse? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Big Dick Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> Big Dick State though. Sounds like a college uh, in a porno. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that guy's from state. <laughs> oh man alive oh my and apparently goodness. the documentary was really uh was really uh well received it won an, it won an award at sundance also this is crazy there are so many so the, the guy who wrote the article interviewed uh one of the writers of the documentary and he goes uh oh man this is fucked every this is the documentarian talking this charles mudidi guy Everyone in Enumclaw is very close to horses. It's a quiet rural suburb with a, <laughs> with a view of the mountains. Everyone is a horse person, and as you know, the town included all types of horse worship. It was a place where you could fuck horses and no one could tell. The line was difficult to differentiate between passion and zoophilia unless you were caught. If Pinion didn't die, those guys he hung out with would still be fucking horses today and no one would have suspected anything. It was a paradise for a horse fucker. I'm sure they were so angry because they must have thought, we had it so good. <laughs> that whole thing is can, utterly baffling. Can that entire quote be the title of this episode? <laughs> and, and no one could tell. Yeah. yeah. As in, just like, nobody's yeah. none the wiser because, yeah. you know, all of the horses get fucked around here. Nothing weird about it. Didn't they think it was strange that everyone was walking around town bow-legged? <laughs> Coincidentally, that was the name of the other horse they fucked. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my! Uh, this does goodness. make me. It does make me think of like. How uh, have we not been forced to watch Zoo yet? I don't know, but I'm not definitely doing it. That if we get, we're not, I'm not doing Sundance it. Put, Audience Award, but I'm putting it out there right now. I don't care how I, much no, money I you feel pay. Like I'm not watching it. Of like the ten movies a year that you watch, no, I cannot. This watch sort it. of thing, no, no, no. It's like a nature documentary. No, I will not critically acclaimed. I can't. Absolutely watch it. Well, it was funny that Ember and I were talking last week about how like I. I was sort of like so worried about or like when we first started the podcast, like being worried about what I would say and whether or not I would get fired. And this is like, this is not great. I mean, you brought this up. I tried to change directions and you were like, no, the people love it. I'm just trying to do what is best for our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's a uh, it's something else. Oh my god! This <laughs> when I was talking to the zoos in Washington, these are the zoo files. I got an impression that they thought Mr. Hands was a bit of a weakling. He was an intellectual. He worked for Boeing as an engineer. They could take a horse fucking and not have to go to the hospital. He was a feat and new to it. They thought he ruined it. If he wasn't so self-destructive, they'd still be fucking horses on weekends. Dumping him at the hospital was really dumping him into the media and mainstream and also ending the thing they had going. Yeah, I forgot they dumped him at the hospital. Yeah. Do you know the story of Mr. Hands, like how it ends? I mean, you know how yeah, it ends. Yeah, right? he, he got his, his colon was perforated by the right. horse's uh, That's wiener. one way to describe it, yeah. Um, well, that is like the medical term, I think, is perforated colon. That's, no. I mean, I mean the, the, grammatic, the grammatical term is semicolon. Now, the doctor absolutely said this dude got fucked to death by a horse. There's no way he pulled out his medical jargon. <laughs> but so they dumped his his lifeless. Uh, oh, I got to stop reading this article. Holy fuck! But they Whoa. they dumped his body at the hospital, right? Yeah, yeah. some friends. And they thought oh, he was a on, fucking guys. lightweight when they did it. Come yeah, on! You talking to him afterwards, like you'd think they'd be like. Revering him, right? Yeah, handle your shit, bud. They wanted to cuddle afterwards. <laughs> no, they, they... Well, anyway. Why don't they just... Uh, I, I just learned a lot reading that article, the, and I don't know if it's ever going to go The details have become too grisly. Can you link me the article? Uh, I want to read it later. Yeah, I can, but I, I, like, I think I, I made it about a quarter of the way through that interview, and then it just got too dark even for me. Oh, well, uh, Mr. Hans made it about a quarter of the way through... Anyway... <laughs> You know, the the horse is a uh, dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we go. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm yeah. so glad. It, this is some This is some old school RGS. It is old school RGS. And ironically, we haven't even really introduced him yet. But ironically, this is happening when we introduce a new member to the Real Good Show fold. Yeah, we we uh, we, we have a new uh, producer joining yeah. us today. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you can kind of expect things to happen in a more timely manner now that I am no longer responsible for them. Yeah, so there's well, that you got you got a new to. job. You've been very busy, so it's just made sense for us to to bring someone on board. And he's done a great job with our live shows. Yeah, and he's here right now. He doesn't have a microphone. No, he doesn't. But this is Daniel Cazetto, everyone. He's waving hello. Not even going to speak off mic. Yeah. Look, 
look what a consummate pro this guy is. He's a pro. He's not even going to say hello, everybody, and then boost his own levels in the background <laughs> in post-production. No. He's just going to stay deathly quiet. He's dead quiet. Yeah, it's almost eerie, really. But uh, welcome, Daniel, to the program. Uh, he's been, like, a, I want to say a pretty loyal listener since, like, day one or maybe, like, day 12. You're pretty early on. Day one. A day, day one. one. A day wow. one listener. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. And now he gets to live the dream by joining the RGS team. <laughs> is, is it? The, this is the is dream. Is it a dream come true? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is this your dream? I was testing dream? him to see if he would speak or not, and he did. He's cut now. We need to find a new producer. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dream. Sitting at a kitchen table with two other men talking about men who have sex with horses. Mm-hmm. While sipping a fine lacroix. That's right. What kind of lacroix? It is a pina phrase, which yeah. is a pineapple strawberry. Yeah. Oh, is that in the thin can? Yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's a curate. Curate. Did you guys just get those recently? No, John uh, made a trip down to that the was Americas. from my that was from my run. Hell yeah! Did we not talk about that on the show? I bought ten cases when I went to a concert in Seattle. It was super cheap <laughs> to do that, right? It was like 10 yeah, for it was 10? like yeah, it was. They had a sale where it was like because the cases were normally like four ninety nine, I think. And then if you bought, uh, and then they were just on sale. Just if you bought one, it was two ninety nine. But if you bought ten cases, then they were a dollar ninety nine. So I bought damn. Two. And that's basically the only thing that's in your fridge. Yeah, yeah. We is... were talking about that before the show. I've got, uh, I've got like a water pitcher, and I've got pickles, and I've got condiments, and I've got, uh, and then I've got just La- a LaCroix. shelf of Lacroix, and that's it. Um, yeah. But that's kind of a, you know, I mean. <sighs> That's probably a lot of condiments in there. Some of them might be a little bit on the weird side, but probably not actually. Mostly mustard. To yeah, be it's just a lot of mustard, which like is weird. That is the weird side for me. Do you, okay, let me guess. Can I guess the mustards? Uh, you may. Okay, honey mustard. Uh, it's. I will give that to you, but I, it's a honey Dijon. Okay, but I okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to guess Dijon for the second one. Yes, that's also correct. I have a plain but, Dijon. And okay, a you do have Dijon. a plain Dijon, and then. Man, this is tough because you don't seem like just a plain yellow mustard type of guy. But I'm trying to think of like what other speci- like there's um, there's like Dijonese. Are you, you know? Kid. Don't insult me with that. No, no, I know, I know. But that's, I, I'm throwing it out there to kind of to gauge your reaction. I'm just gonna go you with know, Frenches. I mean, I think that it's kind of like everyone has the plain yellow mustard. But I don't know if John does. Like. Okay, I'll go with it. Plain yellow mustard. Yes, I have a. I love plain yellow mustard. So yeah, of course. Damn. Okay, because you, you've never had a. John's never had a Big Mac before. So I was kind of. That's true. Thinking. That was, I feel like, an early bit that we were trying to get going back when... That uh, was two Christmas episodes ago. Right, where it was like I was going to have to eat a Big Mac. Speaking of Christmas, we've got our, our 12 segments of Christmas episode, I guess, is next week. Yeah. Because I mean, we, we got to do it back before Christmas. pretty quick. So we've got to do... So we've got 12 segments of Christmas coming up. We've got Hexmas coming up. And then our year-end spectacular with our clips of the year. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and um, also, uh, speaking of an old bit that you may have forgotten, our listener... Uh, Adam, uh, God, I'm going to say his last name wrong. Uh, Pied? Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, didn't, I just didn't want to say peed. Uh, I was, yeah, no, you don't say that unless he has just gone to the washroom. Okay, yeah. but uh, So Adam reminded me that, uh, uh, John, you owe Justin and I two uh, Canucks t-shirts. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. What did we bet on again? Two Troy Stetcher jerseys. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I forget what the actual bet was. I just know that you owe us uh, two right. Troy Stetcher jerseys. And, and when we go to the game with uh, my dad, my show dad. That's right, Rohit. Um, we also, can... Uh, yeah, you guys can buy those and I will pay. Excellent. All right. And, and thank you to Adam for... And for who my- knows? Maybe I'll, I'll buy Rohit one, too. And I'll buy myself one. We'll all be matching. Just kidding. I would never wear anything with a Canucks logo on. Oh, I, here's what the bet is. Adam also sent this to me. He said... Uh, oh, he didn't send it to me? No, because oh, wow. he wanted us to call you out wow. on it. Wow. Okay. Adam Pied. Fuck. I, this guy... You know what it is? You know why I don't respect this? And I'll tell you why. Uh, it is because he was... Because I we ran that bit on you, mm-hmm. me and Adam, mm-hmm. and now he's addicted to it. He wants to be part of the show again. He's like, oh, it's been like 15 episodes. That was real cool when John talked about me on the show. How can I get back on the show? Oh, I know. And I bet he went back... And he did that. You know what? I, no, I don't have any no, respect. He was just, he I have was no just, respect for this. He was one of those donors who donated but never actually listened to the donor content. That's true. And also. then he went through it all in one go. And this was way back on episode two of the mailbag, second mailbag ever. You bet us both that the Canucks would change their co- their uniform oh, colors that's oh, right. that's during the switch over to Adidas. And we both said that wouldn't happen. And we were right, and in the end, you were wrong. Well, but I, John, technically, I think it's going to happen next year because they're they're doing new alternates next year, which is whenever they switch over to like a new company. Yeah, um, the first year is just like the two basic jerseys, and there's no alternates at all. So yeah. the, and then the, the second year, they add like a shit ton of new alternates. Are we so. guessing that they're going to do a primary green? Yeah, that's what I think. I That'd think be- we're, we're we're overdue for that. Be- so they're going to – oh, but that, like, that'll be the third jersey, but then the two regular jerseys will stay the same. See, like the yeah. information I had was that they were going back to black. Black and yellow. Black, red, and yellow. That was the information that I had from like legitimate sources. Mm-hmm. From sources that listen to this yeah, program. Yeah, exactly. So if you're the source who's listening to this program, maybe you should Venmo me some fucking money. So I can buy Justin and Stefan and Rohit. Unfortunately, some some jerseys. Unfortunately, that doesn't exist. I've got uh, I got a, uh, something from a legit source here. I got some information from a legit source, and uh, uh, apparently, you have to buy us shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it, Stefan. Okay, I will listen. I don't. I'm I'm not. Uh, I pay my bets. I pay my bets. If Jake Vertanen ever gets fifty points, I will give Justin fifty dollars. But that's not going to happen. He's going to owe me $50, and I can't wait when we're like 40. When Jake when we're like 40, retires. 40, well, no, we'll be older than that. Yeah, we'll be like we'll 50. Like, yeah, like 47. <laughs> we'll be like sitting on a porch being like, oh, remember when we hated each other for three years? <laughs> <laughs> you owe me $50. <laughs> We're already in a fucking retirement yeah. home at like yeah. forty-seven. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's well. That'll be uh, you and I will both get early onset dementia, <laughs> of and we'll think that we're constantly recording our GS. <laughs> of course, that, that of will course. be the dementia we have. Of course, we'll be wearing headphones, but they won't have like any mic or anything attached, yeah. to them, and we'll just be sitting in the in the in the uh, home. <laughs> this rocking chair yeah. brought to you by StubHub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was so, yeah. I just remember I had... Uh... Well, we've got some good uh, listener questions this week uh, oh, yeah, from, we uh, from from Nurse Jane. Uh, she asks, have you taken your pills today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. This question comes in to us from <laughs> at Nurse Jane. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, that oh, was do we like... want to do a John Mayer update, by the way? Oh, oh yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, let's get that fired absolutely. up for sure. Just, just before, because I, I, I might have to leave before... Uh... I gotta get ready to go very shortly. Yeah, so. I actually forgot about this. This was uh, like the one thing about this week's episode that we were most looking forward to, because immediately after we did our check-in with John oh, Mayer right. last week, something wild happened, like that fits the timeline exactly. Yeah. So he, uh, I guess, it was he had a show or something. Well, do, and, I, before we get into it, Stefan, do you want to sing the theme song live on the air again? Of course I do. Okay, then let's do that right now. Okay. Do you want to join in? What's up? So I'm going to explain to Rob quickly. Uh, this is a segment called uh, Does John Mayer Still Follow Me on Twitter? Okay. Um, uh, and, or Does John Mayer Follow Me on Twitter? And the theme song is the instrumental from uh, Your Body is a Wonderland. Mm-hmm. And then we just replace the words with... Uh, your Twitter is a one. This is the Rob yeah. Wisman remix. Yeah. Where so Stefan be- explains the bit while the song is playing. Oh, is the song going on? Oh, yeah, buddy. It's been oh, going on for uh, Your Twitter is a wonderland. Do you want to say it? You can say your Twitter is a wonderland. Twitter is a wonderland. <laughs> that, was, that was really good, yeah. Uh, okay, so that's the song. <laughs> I like uh, your, uh, your John Mayer impression is very solid, Rob. Dude, the impressions Rob has been doing on the fucking gamer stream are insane. He does Bam Margera. He does Bill Maher. He does Bill Maher as Bam Margera. Yes, I saw, the, I saw the Bill Margera uh, picture today, which is phenomenal. I didn't he realize also, it was off of a Rob character. Yeah, and he also does Jimmy Fallon, and it's, it's fucking... Un- do you want to do a, a quick Bam Margera? Say your Twitter is a wonderland as Bam Margera. <laughs> Uh, your Twitter is a wonderland. I can't. You <laughs> <laughs> just said it's haggard. It's like, haggard ass Twitter feed. Shitty, bloody, shitty, haggard Twitter feed. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, that's great. That's great. It's, but, always, yeah, so, it, it's always good to learn impressions that like one out of every 30 people get. But then like the people who get it love it. It's exactly it, and like no one else really. I think Nick Mullen has a decent. Uh, Nick Mullen's Bill Maher is so fucking. I haven't heard his Bill Maher, but he has a Bam Margera one that's pretty good. Oh, really? He's thrown it uh, down in like one episode very briefly, but it, it was good. But I think yours might be better. It's it's oh, close. Um, but you have like the haggard and the ape and Phil, and I think you have you have a bit more like the creaky voice. Um, um, well, I need to hear this. Yeah, I forget which episode it was. Um, his Bill Maher is so funny. His Bill Maher is insane. Says, uh, yeah. The Republicans or something like that. It's so fun. <laughs> well, Adams is good, too. Anyway, uh, on to the segment. Oh, yeah, so we, we, this uh, we segment is guys who have good impressions of guys. <laughs> so uh, so we, yeah. go, we go around the room, uh, or both rooms, I guess, and we say, we answer the question, does Bill, does, uh, not Bill Maher, he does not follow me on Twitter, uh, does John Mayer follow me on Twitter? So I had a thought, because I thought it was kind of pointless that, like, every week I'm, uh, like, every week I'm updating, uh, like, whether or not he follows me. Like, the chances he follows me are very low, so this week I'm actually, I thought I'd increase my chances by checking my curling Twitter account. Uh, so okay. You, so, yeah, so if you don't know, I have a curling-specific Twitter account, at Cullen the Curler, where I just tweet fire about curling all the time. And uh, John Mayer does not follow me on my curling account. I, okay. thought he, I thought he might be a fan. You know, the Olympics are coming up and everything, but no such luck. So, uh, sorry uh, sorry to myself. It's uh, okay. You have to double your chances, right? I understand. That's what I thought. Uh, I would try Justin? It. 
I've just checked in, and once again, uh, John Mayer does not follow me on Twitter. Tough one, bud. Rob? Does John Mayer follow me on Twitter? I feel as though there's actually a chance he might. There's no way. He follows, like, a couple people from kind of our circle. John, is it J-O-H-N? Yeah. John Mayer. No, he does not. Okay. All right. Uh, and I'm going to, I'll check right now. Um, because I've, I've been tweeting a lot about, like, the game stream and stuff. And, like, Jesse's ass. Um, so that may have done it. Let's see. John Mayer still follows me on Twitter. Congrats, bud. Yeah. But so the, the thing we were going to say about it um, is that right after he faved one of my tweets during the last episode's recording, and possibly like during the recording itself, possibly even when I was singing the song, it could be some sort of weird like spider sense thing. He heard me butchering the song. I think it was immediately after you, he faved your tweets because this happened in the morning, I'm pretty sure. No, no, it, ha- it happened right after the concert. Oh, really? No, he didn't unfollow. He still follows me now. No, his appendix exploded. Oh. Right after he faved one of my tweets. Wow. So. I got a Facebook friend request from a dude who died later that day once. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, wait, how do you know He's that? <laughs> oh, uh, I, I don't know. It was some dude from my hometown sent me a friend request. And I'm like, all right, what's up? And then, like, later that night, R.I.P. Justin, all <laughs> over his wall or whatever. Did he? Did you accept his request? Yeah. Do you think and that's I'm what did stuck it? Stuck with being friends with the. Oh, yeah, you can't unfriend it now. Yeah. But that's what when when someone on Twitter is following you and uh, and they die, that to me is that's the ultimate Twitter follower because number one they can't unfollow you, and number two they never interact with you. And that's really what you want more than That's anything. the top two things I'm, I'm looking for in a, in a Twitter follower. <laughs> Follows me. Lo- loyalty and silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it's, yeah, spoken like a true stonemason. But, uh, but, but get better, John, uh, John Mayer. Uh, I, think, I think he's doing well now. He's, he's been tweeting again. Um, and, uh, and again, he still follows me, so he hasn't, he hasn't connected the dots yet, I guess. Yeah, but, uh, his, his mind said that he loved the tweet from you, but his appendix was like, oh, this is it, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me out of here. <laughs> yeah, for years, scientists have uh, pondered the purpose of the appendix, uh, and it turns out it's, uh, it just hates my tweets. It's a filter for bad tweets. Yeah. yeah it's to resist it. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of John's. Yes. And speaking of uh, silence, I think. Yeah. Didn't, I think that was, yeah, yeah we were just talking about that. Let's move on to uh, our clip of the week. Our clip of the week this week comes to us uh, from the NHL, where uh, John Tortorella, of course, famous for having a Murphy bed installed in his office at Rogers Arena when he was the Canucks coach because he lived in Point Roberts and did not want to come to Vancouver to attend practices. That's right. Uh, really just a wonderful man all around. Uh, he, this was his entire press conference after a uh, Columbus Blue Jackets game earlier this week. I know you have a job to do. I'm not answering any questions tonight. There's no sense of me even trying to answer questions about this evening, okay? So, sorry about that. Have a good night. There we go. Ten seconds long. Cool. So, what happens there? 
Is that the one where he just he comes in and he leaves immediately? Yeah, he's like, uh, he just basically says to the reporters, I know you've got a job to do, but there's no sense in me answering any questions about the game tonight, so see ya. <laughs> Which is That's like, fucking for, amazing. for a guy who's been the coach for as long as he has, to like not answer any, like it just seems so ludicrous. Like, what could have possibly been so bad about that game in comparison to any other game? Well, that was lost? that the like, game where they lost like 7-1 to Edmonton? Uh, yeah, my, I think it was. Probably. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a reasonable response. I guess. But, like, Travis Green still did a full press conference last night after the Canucks lost 7-1 to Nashville. Yeah, but they lost to Nashville, and Nashville's a good team. I guess. That was actually one of the funniest things I saw today was uh, Justin and I and Daniel were talking about before the episode that a guy scored from center ice on one of those, like, cutouts in the in the net, and he won a car. Yeah, uh, and one of the best things I saw on the internet today was the Facebook response. Uh, one of the first Facebook comments was, "Wow, so two guys scored from center ice last night." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, and it had like four hundred likes. That <laughs> like, was the first. That was the first game my dad went to in a, in a while. He hasn't been to a lot this year, I don't think. Oh, so. I, I don't know if he was oh, yeah, he was having like or anything, but he was definitely letting all of his feelings out oh, so, on a real on, good on Facebook the, in group. The group yeah. yeah, he was having an existential crisis. <laughs> I mean, it, it is nice of the Canucks uh, to start sucking major ass and all of their good players get hurt uh, right before I get back into town when I can watch them. So I, I do appreciate well, that. Well, yeah, and our dad, your dad is taking us to the game. Yeah, do we? Yep. That's I, right. Uh, front row tickets, I believe. Yeah, row hit sprung for front row tickets. Do we think should we that, uh, we should be wearing real good show clothing? The Blackhawks probably, are probably yeah. going to put up like double digit goals, though, right? <laughs> the I mean, Blackhawks maybe. haven't been that good this year either, but yeah, they they will. Well, that's what happened to me though. The one year that the Canucks were really bad a couple of years ago, I went to see them play the Blackhawks, and that was like their one good game of the year. They that's, won I, five to two in the city. Didn't Daniel had, get a hat trick? Yeah, they, the Sedins yeah. had five points each, and they won five to two. Yeah. And I was like, "Are you fucking really? Come on!" <laughs> it was like I just wanted to see Taves and Kane and and the Blackhawks, and then they looked like shit, and the Canucks killed them. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure last night's Nashville game was just payback for the Canucks beating them. A couple weeks ago, in the first place, right, right. They they were like, we lost to Vancouver, and just went on an absolute tear after that. Like they are twelve one and one or something, and they last. Yeah, they're 14. really good. Yeah. I like Nashville yeah. a lot. It was fun because we were Jesse and I were streaming during the game, and he's from Nashville, and I'm from Vancouver. So, uh, and you both. Got I mean, he doesn't wanted. know anything about hockey really. He was like seven. That's a lot of goals for a hockey game. <laughs> yeah, it is. My God, though, the last one, I'm pretty sure it's the seventh goal. Yeah. The, Philip Forsberg makes the most ridiculous power move yeah. to cut to the net and then realizes that he has no shot himself and still does, like... One-handed pass. The thing. most ridiculous feed back into the middle. I can't remember even who scored it. Kevin Fiala. Y- Yarncroc. Yeah, no, it is the Cali Yarncroc goal, yeah. Didn't, Fiala uh, was before that one. Yeah. Didn't uh, Nielsen smash a stick after it? Yeah, yeah, he did, and then he tried to throw the bunt, the butt end of it, like, into the crowd. Nice. That's awesome. That's and a sick move. There was a lot of debate after the game about, like, well, he was endangering the home fans. You can't be oh my God. that. He yeah, seemed very embarrassed. Yeah. No, he would have hit also. a seat. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> yeah. In Come the on. lower bowl, you're hitting a seat pretty much no matter what the game is, but definitely uh, in a 6-1 game in the third period, this yeah. was a mausoleum. Um, I have to take off soon, but I'd like to fit in like one question. Okay. Yeah. No, we can move on right now to our top three questions of the week. 
Hey yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. John, anything good in the mailbag this week? You know there's not. Okay. Uh, should we do the 300-point question first, since Stefan is only here for that one? Sure. Stefan, can you... You know what? Actually, if we can fit this in in, like, 15 minutes... Yeah, we can do it. I think okay. we can do the whole show in 15 minutes. All right. Well, I don't think that's true, but... We will endeavor. Okay, here we go. 100-point question from at Rogue Hooters. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you had to marry a character played by iconic American actress Reese Witherspoon, which character would it be? And how small is Stefan's dick? Uh, first of all, I'll go first. It's reasonable. It's reasonable sized. Okay. It's, uh, it may, it's maybe flaccid. It's not like huge, but, um, it gets up there. You're a grower, not a shower. Yeah. Which obviously sounds like an excuse. Um, yeah, you know what? But there's times when it's like warm out. If it's like humid, uh, it, it gets a little. Anyway, um, I don't know why I'm going into so much detail about it. <laughs> I don't either, to be honest. Uh, I thought I thought you were gonna just call back the joke we made earlier that it's one hand. Oh, I guess I could have done that. Well, that was when we were in the car, and I feel like this is a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's you know it's average size. Um, but I you know uh, I would say for Reese Witherspoon, I'm gonna go Legally Blonde. At least we've won two, actually, because by then she's like, I think she's graduated Harvard. And she's like a lawyer and yeah. got her shit together. Um, so I'm going to go with Reese Witherspoon from Legally Blonde 2. I believe she's okay. one of those clowns in Washington at that point. Yeah, she's like a lobbyist or something. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go with uh, Tracy Flick from Election. Wasn't uh, she like she's a high schooler in the movie? Yeah, yeah. I would also be in high school in this uh, yeah, in this the, scenario. As, as yeah, Matthew as a teacher? Broderick, her teacher. In 1999, <laughs> when Election came out, I was in high school. So okay, all I right. believe it's all above board. Okay, uh, and uh, yeah, I just because to me that was like totally the type of like nerdy girl I would have been into in high school. I'd probably be less into her now. Oh, I guess it's Mary, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. You, have to, you do have to marry. Oh, uh, boy. Okay. But you're I'm imagining. In, but you're both in high school. You'd yeah. be high school sweethearts. And yeah, we're high school sweethearts. Secretly elope. Yeah. Yeah. So in this, like, in this alternate timeline, I end up being, like, way less cool. Like, I definitely don't do stand-up or this podcast. Like, she just runs my life. But, like, she, like, turns out to be real hot. Because, like, I feel like in election, she wasn't that hot. So that's like the that's like the only good thing I got going for me is everyone's like holy shit we all thought that flick girl was like kind of crazy, but holy shit she got real hot in her mid twenties. So you're you uh, you pick flick on this one? I'm yes I'm going to pick flick. Great okay great movie also. Oh great movie. Now in this scenario, however, John, I believe there is one part of the question that you somehow neglected. Oh oh I'm supposed to actually answer Stefan's. Yeah I think says. everyone has to answer it. Oh okay. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that it's probably like, cause he, it, it, it would take a lot. Like I would be really impressed if it was actually as small as he says all the time. Like, so to me, it's probably of an average, uh, length. So I'm going to say six, a solid six inches. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, June Carter, Reese Witherspoon okay. in walk the line. Sure. Cause who wouldn't really? Well, she uh, is excellent in that movie. I believe that's why she won the. That's when she won the Oscar. I'm pretty sure. 
Uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah. 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 Great movie. I really uh, enjoy that film all around, and she is wonderful in it. And uh, yeah, I would just do the Johnny Cash thing of just asking her to marry me until she said yes. Uh, and also in this scenario, Stefan's dick is enormous, like uncomfortably large, like a fu- like a legit fire hose. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. Uh, and Rob. Uh. What was this? Was this a fuck or a marry or it was a marry. A marry or Reese Witherspoon character? Oh, um, I picked her from Legal of Bond too, so you can go with Legal of Bond one. I'm gonna go with uh, Curveball. I'm gonna go with uh, American Psycho. Okay. In the off chance that her ex boyfriend will murder me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, my dick. Oh, uh, one hand. <laughs> there we go. There's the old callback that we've been waiting for. Question think, number I'm going to go with uh, Pleasantville, I think. Yeah, no, that's a good oh, yeah. In black and white. Yeah. Uh, 1950s uh, T-Bird. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. But uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was between I was between election and uh, and uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, yeah. Because I'm yeah. a hopeless romantic. And her name in that is Melanie Smooter. Uh, Okay, question number two. This comes in from a guy who has been featured in this space a number of times recently and is now tied for the overall lead with 1,100 points. Doug Exeter, if you had a goal song play every time you ejaculated, what would you pick? The (laughs) The song plays about as loud as a stereo turned up pretty high. So, like, everyone would know that you ejaculated. Exactly. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, John Cage, 4:33. Okay, I don't know what that is. Yeah, but it's uh, it's it's four minutes 33 seconds of silence. It's like a performance. Oh, oh so you're yeah. just subverting the question. I'm subverting the question. You'll never know that I'm uh, coming several times a day. I mean, I'll tell you also, but. I'm, uh, so it's been, uh, you know, I, I've been single for quite some time now. And, uh, so I think it's only fair that I, uh, that I reflect, uh, accurately how I've been coming. And so I'm going to choose white snake. Here I go again, <laughs> because the chorus of that song is here. I go again on my own. Of course. Uh, going down the only road <laughs> I've ever known. I don't know about ever, but certainly lately. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. It's definitely not the only road I've ever known, but it is certainly it sure the road. Like. Uh, yeah, it's the road most it's, traveled. It's well mapped sure. at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and it's it's actually a mashup. So after the going down the only road I've ever known line, and then it's on the road again by Willie Nelson. On the road again. <laughs> Immediately after. Did you know that uh, that White Snake song is actually based off a poem by Robert Frost? Uh, I don't think that's true. Mm, fairly sure it's true. No, it, it could it's be. Basically, a footprints poem. I'm not mistaken. It does say uh, the line after going down the only road I've ever known is like a hobo. I was born to walk alone. I think it's like a drifter. It says, yeah, so like, you're, it says you're, like you're, a hobo on this yeah. on this, uh, but maybe it's a different drifter. version that I'm looking at the lyrics for because this is here I go again. It is seven. Drifter. It is Drifter, Rob says. Okay, it's because the lyrics I was looking at was Here I Go Again, 87. Ah, so, uh, so they decided they that was their edit. It. That was their edit. They changed <laughs> In 987, they just said hobo instead of Drifter. Yeah, yeah. It's not okay to say hobo anymore. 
We'll just do a quick little change. No, it's the other way around. It's oh. not cool to say drifter anymore. Oh, we no. got to say hobo. No, it's super cool to say drifter now. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, you mean if they were doing a 2018 yeah. or 17 version? Absolutely. Yeah, and that's yeah. even more suitable uh, suitable for for your whole situation, John, because you like uh, jacking off outside in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it, pal. Yeah, a I bu- did. A bus depots. Um, <laughs> did you know uh, they had this article not that long ago? Well, probably like six or seven years ago about this girl and her parents named her Tallulah does the hula from Hawaii. Oh, yeah, we've talked yeah, about Yeah, we've talked about this on the show before. And one of the like band names that was on the list was Number 17 Bus Shelter. Really? Yeah. That was the they named, they wanted. They, named, they wanted to name their That's child. That's probably where she was conceived. Yeah, so, I'm assuming. Yes, of course. Uh, I am going to go with... Little Carly Ray, yeah, little Carly Ray. Though I'm, I'm gonna go with like the actual chorus sting as my goal song on this one. It just feels like, you know, whoa, 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 wait. cut to the field. Yeah, exactly. It's a little on the nose. That's not bad, though. That's, that's very uh, on brand. Yeah. And Rob? It's pretty good. The thing I like about that is, like, I think we've been uh, we've been imagining, like, jerking off. But, like, that would be a really fun one in sex. Mm-hmm. Like, you come yeah. and then that just plays in the background. And it's like, everybody's just so happy. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, my actual answer is... Um What's that one that uh, Montreal used to play? I think Toronto played it too. Like, you know that one? Yeah. Zombie Nation. Zombie Nation. Yeah. Zombie Nation. Gotta go old school. Okay, Rob, what's your choice? Can the song be plain as I am approaching climax? Because if so, I'm gonna go with Great Gigging in the Sky by Pink Floyd. Vocals kick in just as I come. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and uh, great. wait, how long? How long in that song until the vocals kick in? Uh, not far. Okay. No, so you're fine. I, I thought it was like gonna be two minutes or something. No, it kicks in right around. Uh, it's early. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the last question comes in from uh, the 300 point question of the week. Frequent, also frequent contributor. This has moved him. Up into a, uh, a fourth place, a solo fourth place with 700 so points. it's all going to come down to it's the wire next week. all going to come next down week. to next week. Uh, Brad McDonald uh, asks, what is the title of the Christmas version of Take a Knee, My Ass? I encourage you to make up a verse or two as well. And uh, my version uh, is that uh, mine is going to be told from the point of view of a disgruntled reindeer. And it's going to be called Rudolph, My Ass. Just because they're very upset that Rudolph is getting a chance to lead the sleigh. I so, like that. So it'd be like Rudolph, Rudolph is like a big time SJW. Yeah, big time, big time. So they're like, oh, this this guy with a red nose gonna be leading the sleigh. I don't I have no idea how the tune of the song. That goes. wasn't bad. No, I forget how it goes too. But yeah, I think, yeah. uh, I, I, think I, can look up the, I can look up the lyrics here. Take a knee, my ass. Jesus, the lyrics are awful <clears throat> for taking a knee. Oh, my oh ass. did you expect them to be? No, I mean. <laughs> Here's the opening lyric. I really like the red, white, and blue. It's really good, and so are you. No, that's not right. 
Well, it rhymes. That's not the that's not the name of the song, or that's not how it goes. Anyway, mine would be... Uh, the beginning goes, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States okay. of America. I'll stand and place my hand upon my heart every <laughs> okay. time her anthem plays. Okay, I'm looking at, uh, obviously, fake lyrics here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these, these, were on a, these were on a lyric website, and they have the chorus as, So I guess I'm gonna take a knee, my ass. That's right. I'm just gonna take a knee, my ass. Yeehaw! <laughs> Let's all have fun taking a knee, my ass. <laughs> Yeah, this one, and then the the chorus kind of part is like, or there's not really a chorus, but it's like, when I see somebody on TV take their stand on bended knee, whether it's on AstroTurf or grass, I think of those whose freedom was not free, and I say, take a knee, my ass. So mine might be like, when I see uh, Rudolph in the front of the sleigh driving us all the way, whether it's in the sky... Or in the driveway. <laughs> I think of a time when the eight of us got this done. When, and, and, I say, and reindeer games we did play. Yeah. And then I say, Rudolph, my ass. I guess it's supposed to rhyme with ass at some point, but whatever. Uh, so I don't, I don't have any, like, verses prepared for this, but uh, I just thought of it for, like, kind of the... It was like a pun, sort of. So it's, uh, take a, take a Chris, my mass... And it's like Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, take a Christ, my mass. Not your best work. No. No. <laughs> but again, I, I, have to, I have to leave in like two minutes. That's true. That's true. You got Dave and Buster's calling you. Yeah. Justin? Mine would be... Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, no. Rob, go ahead. Uh, I think mine would be, Don We Now, our gay apparel, my ass. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gay apparel I'm wearing on my ass is uh, assless. They're chaps. <laughs> when I see someone on Christmas Day wearing their apparel gay. <laughs> yeah. Whether they're wearing pants or chaps, I say don my gay apparel, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm going to go with decorate the tree, my ass. And that is oh, just... That rhymes. That's good. Yeah, that's this is uh, told from the perspective of, uh, I guess, like a, a mad dad at Christmas time. Yeah. Who, who's like doing this all for the kids. And the right. kids do not want to partake in the decorating of the tree. Yeah. And he's got to do it all himself. And he's getting increasingly frustrated as uh, the process wears on. So I don't have any lyrics, but I do have the concept. And I have a title. And I think that's enough. And maybe, maybe next week, I will write some lyrics and come back with a Could be one of our uh, 12 segments of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Decorate we'll record, the tree uh, my ass. We'll record Decorate a tree my ass. <laughs> yeah. That is uh, one of the segments is set. <laughs> 11 open slots. <laughs> yeah. I got one for after Christmas. Uh, take this tree, you fucking garbage man. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a January 10th song. <laughs> with an old withered tree. Uh, okay, well, a good 
Great job, everyone. Yeah, great, great songs questions. all around. Great questions. Let's, I'm really, uh, this is, we are really heading down to the wire with some exciting races to yes. close out the year. Absolutely. So come on back next week. Bring the heat. Bring your fire questions. And we will we'll see, see uh, who can, who's who going to walk talk. away with a t-shirt. <laughs> hey, and some trading cards, my friend. <laughs> yes. Don't forget the trading cards. Of and course. also, uh, an update for people. There are a few listeners uh, that I owe t-shirts to that I haven't sent out yet. And that will be done over the holidays. So hold tight. Uh, we usually wait until you've been donating for two months before we send one. So uh, there's a couple people that are right on that threshold, and one of them messaged me uh, about it. So I'm just letting everybody know the T-shirts are going out. It's going to happen over Christmas time, and you'll get you'll get some nice goodies, some RGS goodies in the box as well. All right, look forward to that. But in the meantime, it's time to move on to everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch, the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday, where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? And we'll start with Stefan because he's got to run. Uh, I'm going to go with the new Hearthstone expansion, uh, but specifically they added like a single player mode called Dungeon Run that's uh, genuinely really fun, and uh, they, they actually did a really good job with the expansion this time around. So uh, thank you to the, to, the, to the fine folks at Blizzard. Yeah. I, I, I still, I know that you have done multiple live streams of it. I still do not understand anything about Hearthstone. But I'm going gonna, uh, gonna to get you guys to understand it. By uh, by this time next year, <laughs> I'll be I'll be right there with you playing on the app. I guess. Well, uh, spoiler alert on my 2018 enemies list: number one, Blizzard. Fuck you! <laughs> never playing Hearthstone. <laughs> Jk, I don't know. I don't care that much about any of this. Justin, uh, speaking of online games. And playing uh, games on an app on your phone. Yeah. I am going to recommend an article that I actually thought we were going to talk about this week, and then I forgot to bring it up. So that's Perfect. fully on me. I will. <laughs> I'll just plug it right now instead because yeah. it was really uh, a, just a great uh, read and one of the best little hockey things I've read in a very long time. This was in Sports Illustrated. You can find it on si.com, and it's about uh, Joe Thornton and oh, yeah. um, a number of other NHL players who all just unwind every night after games by playing Risk on their phones. So uh, Joe Thornton, Rick yeah. Nash, Jay Beagle from uh, the Washington Capitals, a bunch of yeah. other former Capitals like Aaron Volpatti, they all talk about the uh, Risk culture in the NHL. And it's just one of those things where, you know, we've, we've talked many times on this show over the last several years about wanting more content that humanizes professional athletes and makes them feel like they are just like us. And that this is like the perfect content for me. This is exactly what I'm looking for in coverage of NHL players, uh, their online gaming habits and playing the nerdiest board game of all, basically risk and yelling about it uh, from the back of the plane on team trips. So nice. you can find that article on SI.com. It is called who cares? Okay. Just search Thornton <laughs> Beagle among NHL's risk subculture. Okay. Sure. Risk risk kicks ass. It is. It's a top five board game. I've actually never played it. We, we should do an RGS risk 
Yeah, sure. maybe that's what so we should do. So at some point. But I've never played. You guys have that, both that's played. That's fine. It, no, it doesn't. No, that's not fine. Just go any, hide in Australia the entire yeah, time. Yeah, you have no advantage or disadvantage by having not played, really, I don't think. Okay. Well, sounds good. I haven't good. played in like a decade. All so. right. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, I am going to uh, recommend uh, a book. I'm back on my bullshit. Uh, this is actually, I'm recommending two books, but they're both by the same author about the same character. Uh, this is only, this is again, because I'm a teacher, I read a lot of young adult books, so this may not appeal to everybody, but, uh, I really like these two books. The first one is called Winger and the second one is called uh, Standoff. And it's uh, about a, a kid named Ryan Dean West who uh, plays rugby and he goes to uh, a private school, a boarding school for rugby. And it's just kind of about uh, all his trials and tribulations. But uh, it's very interesting. In the first book, there was uh, a, a lot of um, focus on one of the characters being gay and like how the people on the rugby team like dealt with that. And then in this uh, in this uh, second book, there's a bisexual character that actually starts coming on to the main character, Ryan Dean, and talking about how he deals with that as like a straight white guy. So yeah, it's just the books are really well written. They're very funny. Uh, I actually like laughed out loud a few times uh, during the reading of both of them. Winger, I actually read, I read the entire thing on a plane. Uh, I just loved it so much. I was already like 100 pages in and then I killed like the remaining 250 on a plane trip. Um, so yeah, excellent books. So I'd recommend, uh, you check them out. Uh, I'll try and find the author right here real quick. Uh, but yeah, winger and standoff by Andrew a Smith. So check them out. All right. And with that, that wait, well, what about Rob? Oh wait, sorry. Yeah. I forgot. Rob, what's your one good thing? Uh, one good thing. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the corporate on comedy central. I watched it today. Very fucking funny. Check it out. Yeah. Well, also, uh, the 1999 Most Deaf album, Black on Both Sides. I did two things. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, that's fine. Both great picks. Uh, and with that. Watch Corporate. It's really fucking funny. Yeah, like the cast is stacked with hilarious people. I really do want to check that out. Yeah. It's so dark. It's like one of the best looking comedies I've ever seen on TV. It's so. The lighting's unbelievable. It's so cool. Watch it. All right. With that. That will do it for this week's episode. Our roommates have been Heather and Ben, our intern. I guess we don't have an intern this week. We don't have an intern anymore. Actually, that's not true. Our intern is Star Wars, Episode oh, 9. Christ. Or Episode 8? <laughs> I don't even remember what episode it is. The Last Jedi. In episode theaters, 8, I think. In theaters now. And our producer is Daniel Cazetto. Daniel Thank you so much for uh, standing by and just sitting silently <laughs> this, this entire time. Nothing weird about that at all. Uh, you can support the show by heading on over to patreon.com slash realgoodshow. We do have a number of uh, donor goodies coming your way throughout the month of December. And, of course, if you do not donate, next week is our Christmas Spectacular, the third annual 12 segments of Christmas. Yep. Uh, one of the episodes every year that I look forward to the most just because yeah. we get to get a little wacky and then out there and who knows you you may even see the return of the lone wolf tenor i hope Joe Pereira. We will, is, uh, we will wait and find out my christmas wish this year is that he has died as part of the show <laughs> well, canon well, and even in life i think he's still alive he's still out there somewhere <laughs> he's a drifter out there at the bus station uh, he's a hobo yeah. justin <laughs> get it straight please <laughs> So he might make an appearance, so you never know. You'll have to tune in and find out. Sure. Uh, you can find us online, of course, on Twitter, at Real Good Show. The Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash Real Good Show. 
Uh, the website, realgoodshow.com. And until next week. I got some shit to plug. John would like to plug some things. <laughs> next week, uh, Roast Battle, Wednesday, December 20th. Uh, one of my favorite shows to do. I DJ the show. Uh, it's at Little Mountain Gallery, 9 p.m. Come out to that. And then next week, I'm emceeing at Yuck Yucks all weekend. So that's uh, December 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Uh, I'm emceeing the headliners, Jane Stanton. Very funny. Uh, so come check it out. And Just for Laughs Northwest is coming up. It's in... coming up. And I am uh, opening for Nikki Glazer. Yeah, so, so maybe buy tickets to Nikki Glazer. Yeah, there's see. five shows. She's amazing. She's so funny and so nice. And just, yeah, she's great to work with. I've worked Get with her on the pod. Uh, that, I'm going to try for sure. So we will see. We'll see how it goes. Bad. Last time she was too busy. She didn't even do spy last time she was in town because she had too much going on. So don't call it the pod or she won't come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to the first show I'm going to show up to. I'm going to bring a tied pod and then it's just going to have like a nice note on it. Be like, will you do our pod? <laughs> And if she doesn't, then she can at least do laundry. Exactly. I'm always looking out for my friends. <laughs> Until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. I'm Stefan Hack. <laughs> uh, Rob. Wait, do I say my name? You can say your name, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Rob. You can I'll say your full name if you want. No, that's fine. Okay. Be real. <laughs> be good. Be real good. Pod. Christmas. Uh, I was saving that for next week because it's the Christmas. Yeah, I know. My bad. I completely forgot we do this bit still. No, no, I feel like the last couple weeks we haven't really done dropped off the call. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why I forgot. But I was totally because last week I uh, my sound got all fucked up. That's right. That's right. So my Uh, bad. I might have said pod because yeah, real good pod. That's our email. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Great episode, everyone. Well done. I have to go to Dave and Buster's now and uh, win some tickets so I can buy a mustache comb. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, All right. Yeah, Thanks, please, boys. please post and, your uh, Dave and Buster's prizes in the Facebook group. Oh, absolutely. And I think I might be calling into Jet the stream tonight because Jesse's streaming because we're like an hour away from getting like Twitch partner apparently. Oh. Um. So we might call in from Dave and Buster so you guys can watch the stream. Sick. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I will see you guys next week in Sounds person. Sounds good. I was gonna. All make, right. I was gonna make Bye, a joke everyone. when Rob said he was Stefan. I was gonna say, "I'm here in double for <laughs> Stefans," <laughs> but the moment was lost. I just said it anyways. But you know, I just got that joke like two years ago, and it blew my mind. What? It's such a good joke. <laughs> the the four crusties joke. You yeah, never... that might be the best joke in Simpsons history. You okay? What? You didn't understand it until you were twenty five. No, I thought because the guy's name was Legs. I thought he was looking at their legs and he was counting their legs. What? Yeah. Every week, it's <laughs> just something new with Stefan. Yeah, there's some crazy reveal. Shocking it's a great revelation. Joke. I love it. Dude, I got a point one my first semester of college, and I got that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I have to go now. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
I know you have a job to do. I'm not answering any questions tonight. There's no sense of me even trying to answer questions about this evening, okay? So, sorry about that. Have a good night.